So while not all Muslims may agree on when Eid actually is, oh, the drama. I know there's always drama when it comes to what day. Is it Eid? Did we see the moon yet? And then everybody goes into their camps or whatever it is. So like whatever it is, um, alhamdulillah, Allah kareem, may we figure it out. Um, there are things that we need to do right now in these last days, hours, wherever you're listening to this um, of Ramadan. It is leaving us. The guest is leaving us. What should we be doing right now? How can we take advantage? Some last minute tips and reminders. Let's go. Hello, Sama Alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, coming to you twice a week starting next week. I know during Ramadan we get kind of spoiled and we're doing three times a week, but now that we're going to be back to a regular schedule, if you're going to be staying with us, it is Monday and Friday. And so looking forward to supporting you ladies the entire rest of the year. And if you're a longtime listener and you've been here the whole time, you know the drill. That's just how it works. But today what we're going to be doing on the podcast is giving you some last minute tips and reminders. There are some major things that are about to happen that happen every year around this time that I want to make sure we're privy to so we don't fall back into bad habits. And then also, in these last days slash hours, depending on when you're catching this podcast, how can we make the most of it? What can we be focusing on the most to get the most out of it, right? SubhanAllah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow each of us to leave Ramadan better than we entered it. I mean, you know, but I mean, say I mean for yourself and all the sisters, please, inshallah, especially if you're fasting, that'd be amazing, right? So if you don't already know me, for whatever reason, if this was the first time you caught me at the end of Ramadan, my name is Mindful Masama. I am a licensed educator, probably now of almost 25 years, and a mom of five and kind of like a big sister to the community. I am not a scholar in alam, and I am not just a regular person on the street who just decided to pick up and do a podcast. I've been doing this with the community for about 20 to 25 years, um, guiding them in all different ways. And I wanted to say that at the end of the day, this podcast is a culmination of everything you guys ask me to present. The things that we can't find anywhere, our goal at Mindfulness Summit is to help women go from surviving, just getting like, like maybe you're an emotional mess, maybe you're unorganized, maybe you're disconnected with a lot, getting from that survival mode to thrive mode. And we do that here on the podcast. Happy to serve you guys. If you did not already know, a lot of women don't. We have a website, www.mindful-muslimah.com. M-U-S-L-A-M-A-H.com where you can catch everything that we have to offer. We have beyond the podcast. Not everybody knows that. We have membership. We have book clubs. We have, we have, we have, um, courses, free classes. We have tons of stuff, consultations. Go check it out. All right. So in today's podcast, we are going to be doing these last minute reminders. And I did want to say, um, just two quick housekeeping one we are um announcing the winners of the 10 people for the um the fortress of the muslim books make sure you check your dms i have already dm'd the 10 winners and we want to send you guys out those books so just a little quick reminder for those people um if you are a thrive muslim member or a person who deals with our platforms in any way just want to let you know for eid we do give all of our um volunteers interns employees off from like the first to the third of eid so we want you to know if you do try to contact us on whatsapp on email on anything during those days, you will either get a notice that says we are closed or just some type of response that will let you know generally that we're back on, I think like the fourth or something of either like 9 a.m. Eastern standard time. So just letting you know, um, 
that is what we're about to do. So we do have to let everybody have time with their own families too. I hope you're doing that as well. And if you're a revert and you um, are don't have anyone to spend it with, just so you guys know, reminder, um, May 4th, we're having our virtual eat event. So you are never alone anymore. We know that's a problem with a lot of reverts. We've already solved that. Um, if you have any questions about that, DM me at mindfulnessama on Instagram. But yeah, we have a huge event planned. We can't wait. So last thing is today is probably maybe today, tomorrow, the last days to support us in the revert project we're doing. If that's something you want to be a part of, if you want to snatch up those 70 times multiplied goals, these are the last days to get these deeds and these rewards, then I'll put the link below. Please, please consider supporting our new sisters and um, kind of helping them in their journey and letting them know that the Oma embraces them. So today, some of the reminders I wanted to give you are basically that we are coming into the last days and hours, depending on when you're listening. And I want to make sure that we are doing the most we can. I'm just going to give you some very, very small reminders. Today is just going to be a really quick um, episode. Usually the next episode I give is like an Eid, Happy Eid episode and reminder, um, which might be a teeny bit similar to one or two things that I say in here. But generally today is for the end of Ramadan. What many people might have noticed about me is on Instagram, I'm a lot less like physically there in terms of like my face in front of the camera. I will share cute little things with my family I'm doing. I will share maybe like some food I'm cooking or, you know, obviously we always have posts that will always be Islamic reminders and things. But I mean, as far as me and my personal self, I kind of pull away in the last 10 days. And so that's because I need to be alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and myself and reflection. And I consider you do the same, and especially in this last day or two. So if you haven't already pulled away from social media, if you haven't already pulled away from your friends and your family even, at some level, you know, we're going to eat with them, we're going to clean with them in the house and stuff, whatever. But having some additional alone time, now's the time. I remember in 2020, when we had the pandemic, a lot of people kind of freaked out from the fact that they had to spend so much time alone and not in a community setting. We couldn't go to the masajid, we couldn't go to the Tarawi prayer, we couldn't do many things. And people were like, this doesn't feel like Ramadan. But you know what the interesting thing is? The Prophet, peace be upon him, when he used to go up to the cave of Hira, he oftentimes would spend a lot of Ramadan or a majority of Ramadan alone in seclusion. It is actually not um, meant that we're supposed to spend the entire time in community. Now, I can think for myself probably about 10 to 15 years ago, maybe that was something that I really needed. And if you're a new Muslim, that might be something you really need. Or maybe you're a person who's not a new Muslim, but you just feel that you're in a vulnerable time of your life right now, and you really need that sense of sisterhood. Um, when we made the Thrive Community and the entire Thrive um, Ramadan program, we did it for that, for the women who wanted to come together. But what you're going to notice even in our program is the last 10 days of our program, if you guys are in it, and heads up, if you've missed a lot of it, jump in these last days or two to get connection, live connection, um, on these things that I'm going to mention, we're focusing most on Quran and Dua. We want to make sure that you are reciting as much as you can to purify your heart and get reward and also to raise your hands and begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for everything. So what I would say in this part of the reminder of the podcast is the focus really needs to be on secluding yourself reflecting on Allah and everything that you feel horrible or great about and sharing it with Allah, asking him for like solutions to your problems. Um, we, we, like I said, we we're doing a giveaway recently, which we just closed and now we're giving the books away um, for Fortress of the Muslim, which is a little mini, mini book with Da. Uh, there's so many apps on the phone with Da. There's so many posts. I'm sure you guys like you could Google anything these days. It's something that can be done in your first language or it's something that can be done in Arabic. Nothing should stop you from talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
There's not a particular language that is one that is like you have to use it for da. Of course, if you're using something like a da that the prophet used specifically, always it's nice to use these ones. They're they're very beneficial. We're following the sunnah. But if you're a person who just honestly is at the end of their rope, they're emotionally overwhelmed, or they're just like like strapped for time, and you want to say a da, driving in the car, walking, going to the grocery store, waiting online at, at the at the grocery store, or in the doctor's office. Like it doesn't matter where you are, keeping the da going, and even keeping your mouth wet with thicker like literally my husband and I are like little bees humming around the house like subhanallah alhamdulillah ilaha illallah Allah we're just walking around the house making all kinds of dhikr you, if you have a new one that you want to have just even if it's one line write on a piece of paper keep it in your pocket keep it in your purse I keep them on my um, screen of my phone to remind myself I literally do it on my um, lock screen I'll have da and in my open home screen inside I have da I have everything whatever it is I want to focus on so it's like in my face all day long so just keeping those things in mind and mostly in this time ladies it's really all about making tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begging him for forgiveness and having a plan to change and do things better after Ramadan ends. And that's what I want to kind of move into now, after Ramadan ends. Now, if you were with us in our Ramadan Recharge program, shout out to you ladies, I know who you are. We spent weeks together working on your goals. And let me tell you a little secret so you guys can feel good if you feel like you didn't meet your goals. The majority of the time when I met with the women, what we found out was we had these lofty goals. Now imagine I'm sitting there with them. I'm helping them plan their goals and I'm very realistic. I don't let people do like crazy goals. But what we noticed was even though our goals were not crazy, we made sure they were very realistic and mindful. A lot of the women still struggled to meet them. So what I want to say is it's not about I had this big goal and I met it or I, I, I didn't, you know, or wasn't able to meet it by the end of Ramadan. It's about the journey, the pivoting that you did in between. And if you were in my sessions and you hear this, you know what I mean? You're like nodding your head, right? So I had a bad day on Monday. What am I doing on Tuesday to make sure that I don't stay in a slump? I'm still in a slump Monday, Tuesday. What am I doing on Wednesday to pull myself out of that? Keeping it continuously conscious and mindful. So I just wanted to give a little nod to the women who really struggled with their goals this Ramadan. I feel you. I want to give a little nod here and word of empathy to the women who had crazy life events come up that were completely unexpected. My family members, many of them got COVID again. Like there's some new strain that was totally unexpected wiped everybody. They were so excited to stand for prayers all night and then they could hardly stand at all, right? So Allah Kareem, he knows the best of things. I had sisters who they had people pass away in their family. They had these huge goals and then they felt so depressed and unmotivated. They didn't want to do anything. And then we said, no, 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 don't do nothing. Just do what's easy. What would be the easiest? We talked to her and she said, I think just making dhikr and a lot of da increased in this time. And we said, yeah, especially for the one who passed as well. But you know, like pivoting and changing these are the things that are going to carry on and help you even after Ramadan. And when I was telling the women in the program, ultimately, is that Ramadan is just a microcosm of the entire year. So the women were like, oh my gosh, I got my period. I feel I'm disconnected from Allah right now. This is Ramadan. I go, no, 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 no. We're just looking at an example of something that happens every month. Can we be honest about that? Every month we get our period. But because it's Ramadan, we're focusing even more about staying connected. Well, why is that not the case every other month of the year. You feel me? So Ramadan is just a practice or a, a focus. It's like putting herself under the microscope and going, when I'm going to have my period and not be able to pray, what am I doing to have a plan in place to still stay connected? 
it is not less important outside of Ramadan. Anybody who thinks that is misinformed. So at the end of the day, if a big life event happens, sister's like, oh my gosh, out of nowhere, my mom gets sick. My uncle died, you know, whatever it was. And I said, but listen, in real life, you're going to have traumatic events that are going to shake your schedule and your ibadah. What are you going to do? Are we all waiting for something to happen? You know what I mean? Like we know these things are going to happen. Why do we not have plans in place? So with that said, going on into this part of the podcast, I want to say we all know Ramadan is ending. We all know shaitan's coming out. We all know the feeling of beauty and barakah and ease and comfort. And even if your life is imperfect right now, there are still things that are way easier because Allah has made this time and time of barakah than usual. So now that some of those things are going to change, what are we going to have in place to maintain some of the gains that we've made in Ramadan? Maybe you haven't gotten everything you wanted out of Ramadan, but you've gotten something. What can you hold on to? Well, I've noticed that I've stayed away from music. Great. Let's try to see if you could do that more outside of Ramadan. Or maybe it was like, okay, I'm making more da'a. Great. How can we carry that outside of Ramadan? I'm praying more. My prayers have increased, or they're at least they're on time now before they were totally late. Or I wasn't even waking up for Fajr, but now I am. Great. How can we maintain that? A lot of people are like, well, that's, that's because in Ramadan, you know, we have time set aside for that. But outside of Ramadan, and then be like, no, let me stop you there. What is your life purpose? What is my life purpose? It is not to finish medical school. <laughs> Sorry. It's not to become a lawyer. Nope right? It is not to become an influencer on Instagram. No, it is not to do so many things. That unfortunately, we prioritize. You know what our main goal purpose in life is? To worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now that could come in many forms. Like for example, look, you see me here on the podcast. I'm worshiping him maybe by um, giving da'wah, right? And and trying to help people and, and, and ease their ability to be Muslim in a modern day world. Because I know that's hard and a lot of people are not talking about the struggles that we have as women, the stuff that we go through with guys, how we find spouses. By the way, in June, I'm going to have tons of support for that. In August, I'm going to have tons of support for people who are already married. Let me say that again because people think I'm only focusing on one or the other. I want you to know support is on the way. If you're looking for a guy, I have a workshop that's going to be coming up where I'm going to help you to um, do the interview. A lot of women struggle with that. So look forward to that. Um, and inshallah, and Thali, you guys can sign up. It's probably gonna be like a two-day workshop. We're literally gonna do like a mock run-through of the interview. So what it looks like when you sit down with a guy. A lot of women ask me about that. Again, whatever you guys want, I make it, okay? It reminds me of that. I'm gonna date myself right now. There's this movie called Field of Dreams. Does anybody know this one? I forget who. I think it's with Kevin Costner. It's just so, it's so dating me. It's like 90s, okay? And remember, they had this thing where it was like, if you build it, they will come. So I'm just like, if you ask, I will build it, right? So this is this is what I mean. And so at the end of the day, um, that, and then in August, we're going to be helping women with, if you're married and you're struggling with your marriage, that's a lot of us. I don't want people to think it's only them. Oh no. When I brought that topic up, because we have a, a free class called Marriage Boost and we do like how to be more, um, increase our intimacy and love with our spouse. When I talked about that with women, so many women came out of the shadows and was just like, that's me, I'm struggling. So the idea though, 
my whole point in mentioning all these things here is that we have ways to handle things outside of Ramadan. We have things that we're going to move into and pivot into. And so as Ramadan ends, I just wanted to say all year long, we're going to be having tons of things to support you on your journey. Don't give up how focused you are forced to be in this month, whether it's to find a spouse or whether it's help inside of your marriage or whether it's your emotional overwhelm or a lot of people want life balance stuff. We're going to come out with something in December. Look forward to that. When you request it, we make it. This is a community that supports you. We are not just a podcast. This is an amazing thing that you guys love. And I love all your love that you're giving me. Thank you so much. But we have an entire plan for you and we're here to support you. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for being with us this whole Ramadan. Please, if you have benefited from any of these um, podcasts, share them as your last good deed in Ramadan. The window of Jenna, I think the windows into Jenna was your guys' favorite series so far during Ramadan. And so if you felt like listening about Jenna and and you know envisioning it in your mind has really helped you, share that as a last good deed. Remember you get 70 times the good deeds. Go on WhatsApp on a chat and be like, listen sisters, this is something that might help you um, you know, before, during or you know, or after Ramadan. And subhanAllah, these are good deeds that will perpetuate. If you feel like any of these have really, you felt like I listened to that podcast and I walked away either changed or kind of, um, how do I say, like really motivated, download that episode. So on the days you feel sad, you can come back and press it. Most of us, like we, we struggle to not do bad deeds or, you know, do haram because we're, it's like, it's too hard. I can't find it. I know there was this episode. I don't remember where it is. And then we end up going and listening to music instead or something. So make it easy for yourself to do good after Ramadan. Set yourself up. You could do that today as your intention. Allah, I intend to stay closer to you by focusing on you. So I'm going to pick like my 10 favorite ones in here and download them today so that on my days where I'm struggling, I can press those and have support. I can have something in my ear that is going to remind me of you instead of me running to something that I know in the end will hurt me. Do you guys get me? So if you haven't already done that, you could pause the podcast, do it right here and just download it or share it with somebody else. That way you are doing a last good deed. Um, one, one last good deed you could do is don't forget if you want to support what we do with reverts, that would be huge because our ummah, the next generation is really, really in our hands. What are we doing to make sure that the new people coming in are acclimated and they have everything they need? We have tons of ways to support them in there and we're taking care of it all. We know you're busy. Um, so if you have time, think of them and the link is below. Um, lastly, I want to say for the aid, I just want to catch everybody for the aid before it happens. Shaitan is coming out <laughs> the day of the aid or maybe that night, right? In the Maghrib, he's going to try right there to make you start praying late. Forget prayer. A lot of times people on the days of aid, they're visiting family, they didn't pray at all. Like how did we pray all Ramadan? And on the day we celebrate Allah, we leave him and his salah. It is horrific. Please don't be that person who's dressed up and all cute on Eid and taking all her photos and doesn't even pray that day or prays super late or is just like jamming to music in the car. So like, I mean, come on. It looks so hypocritical to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here. And I know you guys would be like, oh, come on, sis. I'm just like, this is, this is why we don't succeed. So let's put in our intention right now. Let's renew our intention, ladies. After Ramadan, we're going to continue some of those deeds. After Ramadan, we're going to keep in our mind, the things that could stop us from returning to Allah and making it easy for us to return to him. And don't forget in this last day or two, a lot of dhikr, a lot of da, and a lot of just begging Allah for forgiveness and asking him for better. 
You deserve it. He wants to give it to you. If you haven't already heard my story on the last man out of Jehannam and how he acts, he was not shy to ask and Allah gave him so much more than maybe he deserved. Allahu alam. And he can do it for all of us too. All right. Love you for the sake of Allah. So happy I got to spend this Ramadan with you and I will see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.